0: Welcome to Understanding the Law Radio, your business success and legal information station. And now, your host, Peter Lamont.
1: Well, hi, and thanks for joining me for another episode of Understanding the Law Radio. I'm your host, Peter Lamont, and my co-host, Brendan, is not in the studio today, but he is with us. Brendan, are you with That's us?
0: That's right. Uh, I'm on location. I got a call with a business thing, and now I'm here.
1: So look at that. Through the the power of technology, we still have you on the show.
0: It's like magic. I'm not there, but you can hear me.
1: Yeah, it's not the best audio, but everyone's going to have to just excuse you for the time being.
0: That's right. Sorry about this. Uh, It'll be back to normal soon.
1: Yeah, well, let's see. I hope things in general in this world are back to normal soon.
0: Yeah, that's right. Well, Me too.
1: speaking about that and, and how um, things have changed throughout the course of 2020, which, I mean, it's just been a, a dumpster fire for sure. Um, but I, I read an article, and I want to talk about it with you, about uh, the 25 predictions. And we're not going to go through all 25 of them, but there's 25 predictions for social media marketing in 2021. And I, I think that this is an important topic because small businesses everywhere are are struggling because of the you know pandemic obviously and social media is an inexpensive if not free depending upon the way you're using it means of marketing on on top of that i mean it really there's just been such a shift over the years from traditional print advertising and marketing to social media i mean you can't You you just can't operate without social media if you're a business at this point.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: You know, if you look on things like Instagram, how many times do you see, you know, a merchant or a retailer selling something?
0: Right. And, you know, it it seems like every brand from Doritos to, I don't know, Kraft Mac and Cheese have a Twitter account where they're constantly trying to be funny and hip and they fail hard.
1: Yeah, well, that's I mean, I, I think that learning how to successfully use these platforms is more important than using the platforms in the first place. Although some people will argue with me and say it's, you know, it's it's the use of the platforms that make you look like you are hip as opposed to what you're actually saying on it. But I, I disagree. I think con- I, yeah, content, absolutely. yeah, content and utilizing the platforms properly are really what's important.
0: Do you so, remember uh, uh, Baby Nut?
1: Baby Nut?
0: Baby Nut. Kind of on topic here. Uh, planters last year, do you remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. New Year's Eve, they revealed a commercial where the Planters man died. And in his place was a baby Planters man that they tried to put on social media as their new big mascot, and everyone hated it. Because it was all about, like, you know, trying to be hip and cool and they failed, and everyone made fun of Baby Nut, and he is no longer around.
1: Wasn't that the Super Bowl?
0: That's what I meant, not New Year's Eve. I'm sorry. I meant the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, I mean, that's an example of a terrible social media ad campaign, if you need a recent one to think of.
1: Yeah, I don't even remember. I remember Mr. Mister Peanut dying, and that was very sad because... <laughs> And and then yeah, that's right. I, I remember this campaign now and then they had a baby nut, kinda like uh like Grogu.
0: Yeah, baby oh, Grogu. Although you all know who I'm talking about, right? Baby Grogu. But, see him all the time.
1: But Grogu is actually a different person. Right. Was was baby Peanut supposed to be Mr. Peanut reincarnated?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was supposed to be. See see it all started. With Baby Groot in Guardians of the Galaxy, which then went to Baby Yoda, which then went to Baby Peanut, and at this point, it's it's good, it's done. No more babies. I don't
1: I don't understand how Baby Groot managed to
0: maintain
1: his personality and mind.
0: Because the it's way. the same person.
1: But how could Mr. Peanut be the same person if he's dead?
0: I don't hey, you know <laughs> Ask planters this question, not me.
1: Well, Planters isn't gonna answer it because that campaign is dead. So
0: Right. Like no, I, Peanut.
1: I, think I think your point is is well taken. It's you know, you've gotta you gotta usul- utilize these platforms properly not just have right. them. I mean, I've seen every business out there that they've got every social media platform and nobody knows how to harness it. But let's let's start looking through this list, the 25 predictions for social media. And this is on social media today, um as well as on some other documents or other uh, other websites as well. So, <clears throat> let's start mm-hmm. with the first prediction, which is Facebook. And they're saying here that Facebook has come through this pandemic stronger than where it began. And even I though, what's
0: that? I said, I, I would agree.
1: All right. And then it says, even though that the platform has been involved in this political divide that we see and, and, and hate speech and, uh, anti-competitive behavior, all these, these allegations and statements and whatnot, um, they say that Facebook looks to see some major developments aligned with the next stage of the social network. And they go on to talk about some of these predictions and developments. And And before we move into that, I mean, you know what I'm talking about with respect to um, a lot of the, the politics, you know, and they were saying that's that Facebook was being used to influence elections and that sort of thing. But, what these predictions are, they're talking about a new storefront for Facebook an e-commerce storefront better than what they have right now, which is the marketplace. Um, But they're talking about the introduction of shops on Facebook and Instagram, which Mm -hmm. would allow you to build out an e-commerce platform on these social media networks, giving every business a chance to, to, build their own digital storefront without a lot of um, knowledge, really. You don't need a website anymore that would create a storefront for you. You could do it on these social media platforms, Facebook and Instagram. You know, And obviously, Instagram is owned by Facebook. But the shops are going to become an extension of the marketplace, which is already there, and it's going to give businesses the ability to sell right from Facebook. So what do you think about that?
0: Well, it sounds to me like that would make Facebook a a shopping app, pretty much. Although, uh, I I do think a dedicated place for, you know, sellers to go seems like a good idea.
1: I don't know how I feel about moving away from traditional, you know, online retailers to the jump into this you know, Facebook run marketplace. But I, I can say that I know that I've seen or been suckered by some catchy ads on Instagram. And then you click click the link and it takes you to that, that storefront, right? But the difference right. there is that that storefront, that where I'm going, the destination, is usually to a company's webpage. And even though it's bringing me there, it's linking me through Instagram, I'm still able to see uh, a website for, that company and and i think it might make me for uh, feel more secure in making a purchase there so i don't know how facebook is going to establish that but i mean if you're a consumer you know you you've got your issues to sort out do you like buying things through facebook this way but if you're a retailer if you're a business i mean this could open up a lot of doors
0: absolutely i mean yeah absolutely
1: because, because right now, for example, if you wanted to sell T-shirts, let's say online, you would need to utilize. Let's say they're not one of these. Um, I don't know. like what? What's one of those uh, T-shirt stores where you the, you order it and then they send it out to the customer, like uh, like Teespring, Teespring or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So unlike Teespring, right? Ink. Yeah, Custom Inc. Let's say that you have inventory. Of t-shirts because a lot of retailers, they have inventory. It's not, you know, print and then order or order to print or whatever. So if you have mm-hmm. inventory and you want to sell that inventory right now, you'd have to create some kind of storefront on your website. Right. But if Facebook. This
0: would, this would make it much easier, you know, you'd have one place to go.
1: Right. And, and it, I would imagine that it's very easy to set up. The same mm-hmm. with uh, Instagram. So, so this storefront could really be helpful. I think for small businesses. So that's that's interesting absolutely. and exciting.
0: Okay, yeah, absolutely.
1: Another thing that's out there is um, AR.
0: Oh yeah, AR. Do you uh? Did you see the the, the the most recent Spider-Man movie where he gets Tony Stark's Augmented reality glasses and almost shoot the nuke at a school bus. Yes. These glasses will not be able to do that.
1: Oh, good. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for clarifying.
0: We will not have military grade weaponry at our fingertips.
1: Good. Although, you know, you never know where things could go. But AR, you said it, is alternate reality. And Uh, it's
0: it's a augmented augmented. I'm sorry,
1: alternate. I want to be in get with
0: the times. Get with the times. Come on.
1: Maybe I want to be in an alternate reality. Maybe that's what it is. (laughs) That was a Freudian slip. All right. So look, so augmented reality glasses is something that Facebook announced. They have this project Aria, which is a wearable AR glasses, eyeglasses, that Mm. are are likely going to be available in 2021. Right. So Apple
0: is uh, also working on its own, which are going to release around the same time, I believe
1: that's right. Apple uh, yeah, that's right, that's right. Apple's doing it too. Um, but Facebook is, I think, really going to be pushing this uh, as a you know next generation consumer product. And I think mm-hmm. that they've already started to lay the foundation for these augmented reality glasses with the oculus devices and we'll talk about that in a minute i don't know what augmented reality glasses are going to do in the early stages right for businesses like we've already seen those apps that are out there like with the augmented reality apps but how is a business going to be able to harness this i'd
0: like to chime in for a second it's interesting that you say that because In the past, especially recently, with this mind-blowing, brand-new technology, it's always the second iteration that really goes places. Uh, The Samsung Fold phone, the original Fold was actually recalled because it was so terrible. It had issues with the crease, dirt got inside, the phone was sensitive, it would break, etc., etc., all that kinds of stuff. The Fold 2 came out recently, and it is way better. It does much more. It is way more durable. It can withstand hundreds of thousands of folds. It's much better. And so I, uh, similar to that, there's, you know, products just like that it happens all the time. The first one always is a rocky release, and then the second one is always much better. And so I assume that that same thing will happen for the augmented reality glasses. I think that the first generation will be very disappointing because our expectations are set so high and the second generation will really be the the ones to knock everyone's socks off.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I think that these augmented reality glasses when they come out are going to be you know, exciting at first but not have a lot of use right now. I mean, look at the way the- Unless
0: you're a big Pokemon Go player.
1: <laughs> yeah, and Pikachu's like right in front of you. Exactly. Well, realism Right. I think that the, do you remember the Google Glass?
0: Yes. Yeah, I do.
1: And that failed horribly.
0: Yeah. And, you know, another issue is that they're all expensive. I, you know, one thing I do think is that augmented reality could be really great for, you know, looking around your environment. The idea of being able to, like, point at something and get Wikipedia information about it is extremely, like, awesome and cool. But you know, like you said, another thing you have to worry about is the price and the Google glass failed. Yeah.
1: Well, I think, you know, for, for retailers, especially in the future and even other businesses, imagine an augmented reality glass where, you know, the, the wearer is walking down the street and as they look over at your storefront, a coupon pops up or something like that. So, I mean, you could see how that,
0: that right there is amazing. You know, I'm, Now that you say it, I just started thinking, I bet you these glasses are all going to have ads. It's going to be like a dystopian future. You walk past Starbucks and a big Starbucks ad pops up. You can't close out the ad and it's all in your face and you're blind for a second.
1: It's like, what's the uh, Total Recall? Remember Total Recall with Arnold? Right, yeah. You know, and and even if you uh, remember, what was it? Revenge of the... Sith, the third Star Wars one. Yeah. The prequels. Remember when they're in they're on Coruscant and all the ads are popping up and the digital things and like the three dimensional mm-hmm. ads on the buildings. So that and Blade Runner. Blade Runner Two. Not not yeah. Blade Runner Two, the second. Blade Runner also. Yeah. So let's talk about this VR thing a little bit more. Um, because Facebook has already, as I said earlier, started experimenting with virtual reality. Now, obviously, we're talking about augmented reality glasses, but are you familiar with this Quest 2, the Oculus Quest?
0: Yes. Uh, the Oculus Quest uh, 2 is the second generation, um, and it lets anyone play VR. You don't need a big computer to do it. You You just play it, and that's that. Um, and it's really good. I heard. I heard it's it's cheap, and it's a virtual reality system that anyone can really get.
1: Well, and Facebook obviously owns that because they they purchased Oculus, and and you know mm-hmm. I think that they're looking at uh, using it to expand a digital workplace. You know, you 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 can put somebody into an immersive situation or setting and right you know i i think that you've already seen that in in certain science and uh even some advertising spaces i've seen people use this virtual reality in a way to help you know build your business so this is definitely going to be interesting to see you know what facebook pushes out this year and how I think they, um, utilize the augmented reality glasses and, and now do they combine all of this with all, you know, their existing virtual reality platforms? I don't know. It'll be interesting to see.
0: Right. I agree.
1: I just hope it's not like, so, you know, bombarded with ads because it's, it's bad enough as it is. I always mute the commercials on television because I can't stand it anymore. Mm -hmm. They're not like the, the television commercials in the eighties. Yeah. I,
0: I like, speaking of which, totally off topic for a second. I love 80s television commercials. They are so much better than these days. I think we should go back to them.
1: They're the best. Uh, there's this YouTube channel. Well, there's a bunch of them, but there's this one I I watch in particular. And they just mm-hmm. show you all the 70s yeah. and 80s commercials. And it's like, man, I, you know, I want to go back to my childhood because it, it seemed so much better then.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: All right. So let's move on uh, to twitter which is what it is they're saying that um you know obviously twitter has these stories now like all the other social media platforms instagram and and the others and uh the prediction is that they're going to be rolling out some new updates and they're going to you know really push this fleet's story sort of thing along with their own augmented reality options and effects. So um, they yeah. they had purchased Chroma Labs back in February of this year. So I think their prediction here is that they're going to try to build out their own augmented reality platform, and they're going to see if they can incorporate it into their use of their stories. Right. right. What do you think about Twitter and, and
0: business? well, I'm going to start off by saying I hate Twitter. Twitter is terrible. I think if an alien came down and all he saw was Twitter, he'd think that everybody in the world wanted to kill each other. You know, sometimes when I look at Twitter, I think everyone wants to kill each other. That's what it makes you feel like. Terrible.
1: Why is why is Twitter so different than something like Facebook?
0: You know why I think it's different? Now, this is just a personal theory. Twitter... Uh, There are no, there are no segmented groups. Everyone is all just in the same place together and there is no dislike button or a button that says, you know, I don't like this. So if you post something, even if it's not super popular, all that's going to happen is it'll get likes. And then if one person likes it, you also are inclined to like it yourself if you know that person. And so you end up, you could post something that's totally ridiculous and get a ton of likes, you know? And right. and the people that don't like what you post, they can't dislike it. So all they end up doing is posting in the comment section, which just boosts its popularity more, you know? All
1: right, well, here's a random thought. Donald Trump, big lover, sure. big lover of the tweets.
0: Oh, yes. So once is- he's
1: not president, the theory is that, that Twitter's going to ban him. What do you think about that?
0: I, I... I agree with you. I think that that's absolutely going to happen. You know, uh, based on, based on what I've seen, I, I think that's a, a definite.
1: I don't know. I, you know, my biggest fear with, with social media is just like how Twitter banned, you know, political ads and things like that, that it it's becoming more of a controlled environment across the board. It's going to be controlled for business. It's going to be controlled for individuals and, it's moved away. Like even Facebook, if you look at it, it was started as a social network for friends and family. And now it's like a marketplace.
0: Right. And I, I agree with what you're saying. I think um I think the reasoning that they're gonna take down Donald Trump is because he's um he has uh tweeted about things that are uh explicitly wrong trying to give like the public wrong information i think they're saying or something like that well, that's what they're because, saying
1: but, but i mean who knows if it's real or not real
0: well i mean i think it's more the end of um like when he says oh i, I still won the election and he's insisting there was some kind of conspiracy when you know he didn't win the election and you know well he didn't I win the
1: election he, but nobody knows the truth that's the issue nobody knows the truth because fox news says one thing cnn news says something else and social media platforms are all weighing in you know whether they're conservative or or liberal you don't know the truth that's the issue nobody knows the truth behind anything anymore because it's all slanted and skewed right So, I mean, I don't know. I think he's going to get himself banned just because of his, I don't know, inability to control a lot of his, uh, his outbursts, but we'll see where that goes. I don't know. I just, I think that, I think that if you're using social media for business, you, you have to understand that there's going to be significant rules and, and parameters that you're going to have to operate within. But, you know, again, a necessary evil if you're a business. And, and, you know, as a business, I think that uh, one of the platforms everybody has is Instagram. I mean, you can just see how Instagram has morphed from, you know, just photos and whatnot into shopping. And one of the predictions is is that in 2021, Instagram is really going to go to an in-stream shopping platform with like shop tabs. So you're going to be able to purchase right from Instagram. And I I think, you you know, you can see that already happening in a way.
0: Right. You know, there's a lot of people, a lot of, especially during the beginning of COVID um, people who sold their own items, who made something or had some kind of craft that they were able to promote on Instagram and social media and then send out to people which was a pretty cool thing, you know, uh, and I think this is going to super expand that. However, my one thought is that you always have to worry that the second that anyone can sell something is the second everyone's going to sell something. And it's going to be much harder. I personally feel to get yourself out there when there's a hundred million other people trying to sell as well.
1: Yeah. And then that just continues with what we've already been, been told and taught about business. You know, there's a million painters, there's a, a million plumbers, there's a million whatever. You have to set yourself apart. And so while right. the medium might be the same, the medium being the social media platforms, what you do mm-hmm. on them and how you utilize them and, and the individuality that you display through them, I think is really the difference and is what sets people apart. So I don't, it's not the platform. <laughs> This is what we were talking about at the beginning of the podcast. Just because you have Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or any of these other things, Snapchat, it doesn't mean anything. What matters is how you utilize the platforms. Mm -hmm.
0: No, I I completely agree. And um, I think, um, you know, it seems that there's a trend where one person... Who is was trying to sell something on Instagram finds a specific thing or a way to do it. They find out like, Hey, I can use this platform to sell the things I make and they do so. And they are alone in doing so. And they get super popular because it's a good idea. And then a few more people try and then a few more people try and then Instagram takes note and makes a shopping tab. And now right. those people are no longer unique.
1: Right. And, and you know, it's, I mean, I guess it's, it's the nature of the beast, but I think, um, You know, it is what it is. Look, we're running a little long here today, so I'm going to summarize the rest of these 25 because they all have two common themes we're talking about. Mm -hmm. TikTok, Snapchat, um, LinkedIn, all these different platforms that exist, right? Here are the predictions. Almost every single prediction deals with augmented reality or a shopping platform.
0: Yeah. For all of these... also, I'd also note uh, certain social media uh, platforms catching up to other social media platforms and what they can do.
1: True. Yeah. Right. Like, look. I mean, who who like was all the first
0: becoming kind of the same in a way?
1: Well, Snapchat was the first social media platform, if I'm correct, to have a stories um, kind of feature. Right. Like where it disappeared right. within 24 hours, and then shortly thereafter. Instagram jumped on board and now everybody's got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, I think you're right. You know, I think it's a matter of, um, you know, who's going to do something unique. Who's, you know, how is that, uh, that, that unique social media platform going to start and, and how, you know, who's <laughs> going to jump on it in the early stages and make something of it. But as of right now, these predictions that I'm looking at everything, TikTok. The the prediction is an e-commerce platform. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, right. it's just everything is going to be AR for shopping, which Snapchat has already started rolling out. Um, it's it's really shopping, shopping platforms and augmented reality, some of which to help you with other things other than shopping, but primarily shopping.
0: Absolutely. And so yeah. I think
1: that, you know, whether you like it or don't like it, if you are a, a business, you really have to be in tuned with the changes that are being rolled out and you really have to jump on the wagon quick. You can't sit back and let other people get on board because you snooze, you lose in something like this.
0: Right. You know, and I... Yeah, I, I I agree. I think that if there's anything to to, to know... It's that using social media, you shouldn't do it haphazardly. You should know what you're doing. You should come up with unique ideas that try to, you know, push the envelope in terms of what you can do on social media. You should understand what you can and can't post. Uh, if you're a business, trying to market yourself.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I think that uh, if you're looking to listen to another podcaster or a person, you know, out there, And I think that the majority of people that listen to podcasts, especially for personal development and business development, you know about Gary Vaynerchuk. He is one who has been an early adopter of various social media platforms for business. Some of them work, some of them don't work, but he's always there and he's always at the forefront. And then when something works, you know, the rewards are tremendous for him. And when something doesn't, you know, you dump it and you move on, but that's the approach I think that businesses have to take in this upcoming year. Be aware right. of the changes, be in tune with the developments and see what other things are going on out there and then jump on it. Don't be the last one to embrace an augmented reality if you know that's where this is heading. And And clearly, e-commerce integrated with social media and augmented reality are where it's going. Right. That's all That's all we get. Yeah,
0: that's pretty much it. I think we've covered everything, honestly.
1: All right, well, that's going to do it for today's episode. I want to thank you, uh, Brennan, for for being available, even though you are far from the studio. Um, mm-hmm. Certainly nice to have your input on these things.
0: Thanks for having me. Nice to be
1: here. You're very welcome.
0: In spirit, in spirit, in that spirit. is. It's nice to be here in spirit.
1: All right. Well, I look forward to having you back in the studio where we can talk about some other interesting topics. I mean, this one's interesting in the sense that um, I've seen a lot and heard a lot of complaints from people in business saying, you know, this world has been turned upside down and our businesses have been turned upside down this year. So what do we do? And I think one of the things that you do is you look towards the future. This cannot go on forever. And so instead of, you know focused on the negatives, look at these positive developments and see how you can utilize it to grow your business in 2021. All right, that's going to do it for today's episode. Thanks for joining me. As always, make sure that you tell people about the podcast. Make sure you're subscribing. You can listen to us anywhere that you get your podcasts. We've got a bunch of holiday-related shows coming up, so you want to tune in for those. And uh, until then, have a great day. Thanks for listening. I'll see you soon.
0: Thank you for listening to Understanding the Law Radio. Make sure you follow Peter on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and stay tuned for future episodes.